I've been thinking all the time, it costs too much. Um, or I'm not convinced it's going to solve my problem. Or I don't understand how this thing works. Or, uh, you know, I don't know if this is the right solution for me. Those kind of things over and over and over again. So hopefully you can see um, how this is something that repeats itself. And if you can come prepared with solutions or answers in mind, you're going to really be able to move the needle and get higher uh, conversion rates. You're listening to The Growth Booth, the show focused on achieving lifestyle freedom through online businesses. Whether you're looking for step-by-step strategies to start building an online business, simple game plans to grow your business, or proven lifestyle freedom frameworks, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the thousands of listeners already in growth mode. Hey, Adam Booth here. Welcome to episode number 62 of The Growth Booth, where today I'm picking up from where we left off last week and continuing to delve into the world of copywriting. If you haven't seen episode number 61, if you haven't listened to that, then head over to The Growth Booth uh, or head over to YouTube and do a search for The Growth Booth and you'll find us there at episode number 61. And in that episode, I spoke about the seven-step framework that we use for creating copy that converts prospects into customers or subscribers or whatever it is that we're trying to do. Now, in this episode here today, I want to build on what we covered in the last episode by focusing in on objections. And if you can overcome objections, it's one of the fastest and easiest ways to boost your conversions. So it's just a no-brainer. It's applying the 80-20 rule to copywriting. It's focusing on uh, one small area of copywriting, which can majorly boost uh, your results. So there are 11 common uh, objections that we see time and time again, and I'm going to go through these now in in no particular order and give you some ideas about uh, what they are and ways that you can uh, approach them when these types of things come up, when when you're selling uh, whatever it is that you're selling. And again, just to reiterate on what I covered uh, and tried to hammer home in the last episode, this is the kind of thing and this is the kind of framework and these are the kind of objections that you'll find popping up for any kind of product that you're selling. It doesn't matter if you're selling a car or selling a piece of software or selling an education course or selling an affiliate product or convincing someone to give you some of their information. These are the same kind of objections that you'll get over and over again presented in in slightly different ways. So the first one, perhaps the most common one is what you're selling costs too much. And something you can do here is build value, uh, first of all, around the product that you're selling and make sure that it seems cheap by comparison. You can also make sure that when you are selling the product, you build up the value in the prospect's mind so that at the end of the day, when you're asking them to buy it, they would be willing to pay you know, maybe 10 times what it is that you're actually asking for. So get it to the point where it's positioned as an absolute no-brainer. Another thing you can do to overcome the objection of it costing too much is to offer a payment plan and even multiple payment plans. You can also spell out and dramatize the cost of not having the product that you're offering. 
Uh, so you'll see this in weight loss advertisements all the time where they say something like, look, if you don't have this, then you're going to continue on and still be in the exact same situation that you are right now. And not only that, but you know, your weight is going to get even more out of control or, or whatever it might be. Another tactic that some people use uh, to overcome it costs too much is an esteem booster. And this is where you can say something like, uh, you know, uh, sure, it's it's a significant investment, but you're worth it. You know, other people are investing in this, you're, you're worth it as well. So that's the first one. The second one that we tend to get over and over again is some version of I'm not convinced it will solve my problem. And what you can do here is give a very visual, simple story that illustrates how your offer, whatever it is that you're selling, has solved the problem that your prospect has for someone else and put it in terms that they understand. And the more that you can sort of zero in in on, focus in on the problem that your prospect is trying to overcome and talk about it in language that they use and they understand, the more they're going to be able to relate to what you're doing and, and, and therefore start to think that, oh, actually, this does sound like it. This is going to uh, be able to solve my problem. Now, the third objection that you'll get is I don't understand what it is. One of the, the easiest things that you can do here is to provide some kind of a metaphor, like uh, it's a safety net to protect uh, your documents forever. That's something that you know Dropbox uh, or Google Drive or something like that could do. So think of a metaphor. Think of a way that you can explain it uh, using the words like, uh, you know, so uh, or as. It, it's like a safety net. It's like something else. It's like, um, you know, uh, battle armor for your, your PC or something if it was an antivirus software. So these are the kind of ways that you can get descriptive and sort of vividly describe using a metaphor what your product uh, is is able to do. Or it's like strapping turbochargers to, to your car kind of a thing. That, that, that's the kind of thing that we tend to do. The next objection that we get over and over again is I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to learn how to do this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this work. I'm not sure if it'll work for me. And for any of those types of things, I think it, it really helps to emphasize how simple and easy uh, it is and how your product is going to do so much of the heavy lifting for uh, the customer and how um, you can and, and you can also go one step further by providing a live demo and showing how it can be done. So look, this is as simple as pushing this button and then doing this or it's so simple a five-year-old could do it or you know um, anything that you can do to uh, showcase the simplicity and keep in mind that if someone has got this objection it's probably because they've attempted to do something remotely similar uh, in the past and have struggled with it so I think if you're also able to differentiate your offer and, and spell out look even if you've struggled in the past this is a way uh, that you can do it easily this time around uh, so that's the next one there um, the fifth objection that we get is we know what if something goes wrong and this is where you can provide a guarantee um, you can show where and how you're going to be able to provide support you can show uh, customer comments and, and testimonials and a lot of these objections are the kind of things that people are going to write into you about or if there's a live chat function they're going to type in the live chat so it doesn't take long to find out what the exact objections that you are going to get for your product and just create a standard operating procedure for how to reply to them, create, uh, you know, um, 
canned responses that you can simply copy and paste uh, anytime you get them because you'll get the same ones over and over and over again um, and, and you'll see that that, that 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 really does happen. People keep going with the same objections. You can also uh, preempt uh, objections in your sales copies. So when you're selling something, if you see that you start to get the same question over and over again, you can actually build that in to your sales copy so you can answer the question before someone actually uh, needs to, to get to, to asking it. Today's show is brought to you by the Blueprint Academy, a coaching service that I've been providing for about eight years now. If you're interested in getting one-on-one coaching from me and my team of experts, as well as being able to leverage the resources and infrastructure that I've got in my business, then head over to thegrowthbooth.com forward slash academy to get all the details. I'm passionate about helping people build businesses online, and this is where I can help you. So again, head over to that link, thegrowthbooth.com forward slash academy, and find out how we can help you at the Blueprint Academy today. The sixth uh, objection that we see over and over again is how will I explain this to my spouse or my partner or the decision maker? Um, and one thing you can do here is to provide a, a pre-written explanation in your copy. And it could go along the lines of you know, others may question your investment. So here's how to bring them up to speed. This product is about doing A, B, C, and D. It's about doing A, B, C, and D. And not just that, but build onto that and it's got no risk and it's got this and the other. So what you're trying to do here is condense down and give your prospect a message that they can use if they've got uh, another stakeholder who uh, may be helping make, make the decision or be able to veto uh, the decision as it were. The seventh objection that we get is, oh, I can always do this later. And the easiest way to get around this is to provide scarcity. And scarcity doesn't always have to be like, if you don't get this now, you're never going to be able to get it. It could be that if you get it today, you're going to get a discount. Or if you get it today, you're going to get something else. Or, or if you're going to get it today, you're going to get an extended set of features that you can't otherwise get. So you don't want to be creating false scarcity. But I think you can absolutely use real scarcity as an advantage, uh, as, as something uh, to get people uh, moving forward and actually taking action. Another thing you can do is to is to really spell out the cost of not having the thing that you're selling. So if you don't have this, you know, every day that goes by, you're going to be not advancing or struggling or continuing on with, with the same problem or, you know, a personal uh, challenge that, that we faced over the years is uh, our kids waking up at night and, you know, falling into these bad sleep patterns. And if someone was selling a solution to that to me, then they could say, you know, the cost of actually not investing and getting this is more sleepless nights. And that's the kind of thing that would just make it a, a no-brainer there. The eighth objection that we see over and over again is something along the lines of, you know, will I be embarrassed learning about it, using it, or, or being seen with it? And this is where you've got the opportunity to re- reassure the prospect of how comfortable they're going to be and how normal this product is. Show them how they'll be admired uh, even for having it. Show them how others will potentially be jealous of the kind of uh, thing that they are then able to do. And if you can connect with your prospect on that level and sort of make that case, then you go a long way to being able to overcome that objection and actually make uh, the sale. Now, the ninth uh, objection that we see over and over again is 
you know, someone else is giving a better package or there's a better bonus or there's a better deal. And for this one here, what you can do is offer something that's completely unique. So you can have the core offer, which potentially other people are able to sell as well, but you can package it up in a different way. You can add something else to it that no one else can replicate because then uh, it becomes... Um, you know, subjective about which is the best package. You can say yours is the best package because it's been specifically designed uh, for what you're doing. And this is something that we try to do a lot when we're selling uh, physical products online. You know, if someone can get the exact same product that we're selling from somewhere else and we don't want to just, you know, bargain on or sort of go into battle on price tag, then we'll add something else and we'll, we'll create some kind of a combo or, or package deal. And, and that works really, really well. The 10th is, this doesn't seem like me. And here is where you can make the offer more exclusive. So you can say something like, you know, this isn't for everyone, but for people who want to be able to sleep through the night without getting interrupted by, uh, you know, their their child waking up and so on and so forth, it's worth uh, the investment. Or this, you know, we, we recognize this is a significant investment, but if you're, this is for someone who's serious about building an online business, uh, and or you know, sure there are um, cheaper options of shopping cart softwares out there, but this isn't for the hobbyist. This is for the person that wants to take take it to the next level and earn tens of thousands of dollars a month versus hundreds of dollars a month, and it may or may not be for you. And when you make the offer exclusive and you sort of say to someone, look, this might not be for you. It has an incredible psychological uh, impact on them and it makes them want what you're selling even uh, more. At least that's what I've seen uh, over the years. And the 11th one there is, you know, is this guy or girl uh, or company qualified to make and or deliver on everything that they're promising? And this is where I think you can really go to town with showcasing, showcasing, I should say, uh, your track record, uh, showcase the credentials that you may have, the rewards uh, or awards, I should say, that, that you may have won over the years, testimonials um, that you've got from satisfied customers, uh, recognition, uh, or how many customers you may have if you've had a large number of customers, and also share what you went through to create the product that um, you know that, that you've created here and share your story because people tend to connect uh, with stories more than just numbers and statistics and, and data, if you like. So I think this is a great way or this is a great opportunity to do that when someone is questioning uh, whether or not you're qualified or going to be able to deliver what you're promising. So those 11 objectives are some that we see and they take different forms, but we see them over and over again. And we see them uh, in selling physical products online. We see them in selling software online. We see them in selling uh, informational products online. We see them in offline selling uh, as well. I mean, if you think about uh, the car, uh, the car salesman, you know, he must get people or she must get people coming up and thinking all the time, it costs too much. Um, or I'm not convinced it's going to solve my problem, or I don't understand how this thing works, or uh, you know I don't know if this is the right solution for me, those kind of things over and over and over again. So hopefully you can see um, how this is something that repeats itself, and if you can come prepared with solutions or answers in mind, you're going to really be able to move the needle 
and get higher uh, conversion rates. So um, again, I mentioned at the start, make sure you check out uh, the Growth Booth episode number 61. If you haven't done that already, make sure you uh, continue to educate uh, yourself around this. And Amazon is a great place to go and uh, pick up some books uh, around this. Um, or if you are in one of our uh, membership uh, courses, sometimes we've delivered more training around the psychology of selling and you'll be able to dive into some of that. Uh, but uh, there's also a ton of, of good YouTube videos out there around the psychology of selling and objection handling and, and more. So uh, dive into it, do some research, and I think uh, it'll pay off in spades uh, by learning a little bit about uh, you know the science uh, behind uh, selling. That's a wrap for this episode. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of The Growth Proof. Thanks for listening.